Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Much Ado About Rugby. We're just three ridiculously bored guys in isolation and we love rugby, so we thought we'd share our thoughts about rugby with the world. Um, I have my two friends here, Max and Maliki. I'm going to get to them to introduce themselves in a second after I've introduced myself. My name is Ed. I went to Cranbrook School, played first 15 rugby there, played a bit of rugby at uni and watch every England game. Massive England fan. Uh, that's about it for me. Maxin. So, following on from the worst rugby player in the world, that is uh, Ed Walker. <laughs> my name <laughs> my is Max and Lambert. Um, started playing rugby at four years old and pretty much got no better since. I played for Cranbrook School, obviously, uh, up the Roy McConaughey, and also Tunbridge Juddings Rugby Club, uh, where I played to under-18s and then played a bit at uni, but got too fat and too much of a dweeb basically so too now fat. I just watch rug- too fat and too much of a dweeb that's a nice combination yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically now just watch rugby and pretend I know what I'm talking about and over to Mal yeah I'm I'm Maliki uh, 21 go well just finishing Cardiff Uni 21 play- <laughs> <laughs> uh, played wing for Cranbrook, start off as second row, half Irish, <laughs> but support <laughs> start off second row, and ended up a wing. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, yeah. movement. <laughs> yeah, just didn't, didn't it. grow at all. <laughs> yeah, literally had massive yeah, growth. How tall are you, man? Five ten. Absolutely unit. But yeah, no, that's really yeah, it. yeah. So we all played up to first team level at school, at least. Um, we're not claiming to be the most knowledgeable about rugby but we feel like we have some yeah, not you man <laughs> we have something to contribute still um yeah so we're just gonna jump right in and start on with our first topic of the day now i was scrolling through the ultimate rugby website and i came across uh, a little article by sir ian mcgeekin which is the 10 best young players in the world ed who's who's sir ian mcgeekin Sitting McGeekin yeah, I, is I a... actually, do, I actually don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot about rugby. This is a great start to the podcast. Uh, Sitting McGeekin was a famous, uh, pretty sure Scottish rugby player, and uh, he played for the Lions on two tours at least, and coached the Lions on a further two tours. So he's pretty knowledgeable about about all things rugby. Um, Basically, loves the Lions. He loves the Lions. If you've ever seen. A Lions documentary, Walking with the Pride or whatever it's called, um, then you will definitely recognise his face, if not his voice. Um, inspirational speeches. Inspirational speeches, indeed. Uh, yeah. So if I just read out the list of Syrian's 10 best young players in the world, uh, they're all between the ages of 18 and 23, and we've got mostly Northern Hemisphere players. Let's start off. Some of them you will know, some of them you might not. We've got Marcus Smith, 21 years old from England. Jordan Joseph, 19 years old from France. Caelan Doris, 22 from Ireland. Joe Simmons, the Exeter Chief, 23 from England. Lewis Rees-Zamet, 19 from Wales, the Gloucester Flyer. Cameron Redpath, 20 from England slash Scotland. I know Eddie Jones took him on a tour of, of South Africa but didn't actually play him. Jamie Dobie, 18 from Scotland. Never actually heard of him. Not sure much, Jamie not much about him. <laughs> Uh, James Grayson, son of former Jamie England fly, fly half, uh, 21 years old from England. 
Luke Jacobson, the, our first Southern Hemisphere player, uh, 23 years old, New Zealand, was captain of the under-20s New Zealand side that won the, won the under-20s World Cup a few years back. And Jordan Pattaya, who's 20 years old from Australia, he's an absolute flyer, um, rapid, wing slash centre, I'm pretty sure. So, um, any thoughts on any of those players, guys? Why is Joe Simmons on that list? I take so much offence to that. I mean, you'd think... Seeing as he's already had a couple of years, at least in the Premiership, playing at first team level, uh, he would have been given a chance by Eddie Jones if he was that good. Ten best young players in the world. I mean, he's not even yeah, he's, he's not even not top li- five. He's not, not even, even top young. five English. He's not even top five English fly halves. Okay, so to, what is the top five then? We yeah, who, yeah, who we got Faz, Faz and Ford. Eng- Faz and Ford. Cipriani. Cipriani. You Marcus got Marcus Smith. Smith. You think you um, well, Marcus Smith's on the list also. So, yeah. Well, I think Marcus Smith is better than Joe Simmons. The other thing is you've also, also James Grayson's on this list, who's also another English fly half. Cameron Redpath arguably can play fly half as well. He's, he's a twelve, so, really, I think. Stupid amount of fly halves who aren't actually that good, especially Joe Simmons. Yeah, how, he's just, he's just, how many? He's just fly got halves a massive. Yeah, literally, he's just got um, a, a fucking sick. Um, Exeter scrum in front of him, <laughs> so he can basically do whatever the hell he wants in the back line. Um, do you think? So do you think he's covered forward. by Slady and Jack Noel as well? Just making all the meetings. Yes, Slady. <laughs> yes, Slady. He just gives. He just gives Slady the ball. Slady works his magic, obviously, because he's yes, Slady. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, he's got a fucking sick, sick team around him, so it's obviously going to look sick. So, to be fair, that's the same with like Manu Vanapola for Saris. He's obviously got an unreal team around him, so yeah, he's going to make him look I, good. I think, I think honestly, Manu Vunipola, I'm not sure. I think I did see a game in the Anglo-Welsh Cup where Joe Simmons played opposite Manu Vunipola, and um, I, I think Exeter kind of dominated, but obviously Saris have had a pretty t- tough season. It might have been well, while England were playing and that extra strength and depth that Exeter have. Uh but Manu, but Manu Vinopola is so much younger. I think, like, yeah, he is only 20. 20, 21, maybe he's, tops. He's 20 years old, right? Oh, and fair. He's, so, in three years, if you're telling me in three years' time, Manu Vinopola won't be as good as Joe Simmons, like, that's just ridiculous. Um, Yeah, so who else have we got on that list? We've got um, Kaylin Doris, the Irish number eight, I believe, who's yeah, 22 yeah. years old. What do we think about him? Maliki, you are. Half potato farmer. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not gonna what, lie. what 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 thoughts do you have on him? What, do we know what club he plays for? Yeah, I know he plays for Leinster, but that's as yeah, far as it goes. Leinster. I know he's like he's pretty solid, but I don't know much about him to be honest. He's um, he's a classic Black Rock College Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I saw that. That's what I've that. heard. Yeah, yeah. He um he's just basically a bit of a bit of a Brutus. Like he's oh, very really? very he's very tall. But he's he's um a bit of a tank as well. He's only 106 kgs, which some might actually surprise considering he's 1.93 meters tall. How I haven't how, actually seen that much in, in play. What's that in feet? What's that in feet? Let's find out. 1.9. I don't know. Can so, he play? Uh, can he play so, something? Play something over six well? foot. Something over six foot. Something yeah, yeah, pretty. Yeah. Something pretty something. pretty tall. He's like six foot three and a half. Um. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So so he's he's kind of pushing for i'm pretty sure he's had a couple of caps already pushing for uh more oh, i think you know ireland's starting position locked in but uh Ed, what do you think about kaylin doris versus alex don brandt i <laughs> absolutely love alex i Dombrandt. am a big quins fan 
so I am a little biased. That's why I like the fact that Marcus Smith is on this list, despite the fact that he's an absolute midget and would not survive in Test Rugby, I don't think. But um, Don Brandt, I think he's the all-round number eight. Like he can, he can run, he can pass, he can offload, he can carry hard, he can play in other positions in the back row. I just think Eddie Jones really needs to consider. You know, has he even got a cap yet? No, has he? Right. He might have done. I don't know, mate. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he's been. I'd be a bit chance. surprised but if he hasn't. I don't if, think he has. If, though. If, if, look at the season that he had. He's he's had a couple of games now where he's just been everywhere, absolutely dominated, especially with a scrum half like world class scrum half like Danny Care. Um, he doesn't have. Him. He doesn't have a cap. He's got. He's got. Um, good players around him. I, I like the likes of James Chisholm. And, yeah. Uh, and Kunitane and people like that yeah. come coming off the bench and helping him out, which which does help. But he does do he does get through a lot of work every game, and uh, I, th- yeah, I think sick. I think he's, I think, I think he's, he's proved himself enough, maybe, uh, especially in, in the absence of Billy Vunipola, and mate, you know Tom, Tom Curry Tom Curry playing at eight. <laughs> so I think we need an out and out eight playing playing yeah. in that. You want to know the most the most interesting thing about Don Brand? Go on then. Is that he went so he was at Cardiff Met Uni. And he basically absolutely tore it up in the buck in the um, Buck Super yeah, yeah. A, which for people that don't know is like the top level of university rugby. And he we- he weighed in at 130 kilos at uni, so he was an absolute unit. <laughs> unit, and he or got, just he got plain fat, mate. He was fat <laughs> and a unit, and he got he got picked up he's by gas, Quins. Though. He's gas, though. Yeah, he's gas. Well, he he wasn't as gas, so he got picked up by Quins. And as soon as he got there, apparently after graduating, they basically told him to like shift all his uni weight. Oh really? Um, well, yeah. So he lost, and he lost ten kgs, and now he's only one twenty, and just an absolute mobile unit. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he is a a good player, I must say. Um, yeah, he's moving mo- moving on to a, to another number eight, who uh, really is a specimen of an athlete. Uh, Jordan Joseph, 19, 19 year old from France. Um, he is <laughs> absolutely humongous. Do we have Do we have any stats on him, Maxon? Yeah, let, let me let me just find it once. Yeah, sec. so he's he's French. So he's nineteen years old. He's nineteen years he's born old. Born in thirty th- first of July two thousand. He wasn't even born in the nineties, right? <laughs> he's <laughs> he's one point eight meters tall, one ten kgs, and uh, an absolute animal. I watched the highlights reel of him. And he was an absolute freak. He's so, playing in a pretty strong racing team as well. When he was, did he start for racing? I think he starts sometimes. When he was eighteen, Over. he was part of the uh, most recent under twenties World Cup French squad, and they basically mm. just completely demolished everyone, didn't they? They won it. Um, yeah, yeah. So that awesome they, they, they they are one to watch for the future. I think I think we're going to talk about France in another episode, but um, yeah, uh, Louis Rees Zamet or Louis Rees Zamet. Yeah, he's sick. Welsh, he's sick. Gas. Go, go on, go Mate, on, Mal. Go on. He's sick. He's just gas. Like, just scores bare tries. Should have played for England, pretty much. Uh, he should be an England player, but I, I, I think he's been, he's been over, over I gassed think he's up. been overrated. Do you reckon? Just because someone yeah. scores a few tries in a season doesn't make you God's gift to rugby. I think. But, he's, do, he, but he is, is he that? Yeah. Is, is he that sick? He is quick there is He's no quick. doubt about He's it ridiculously quick however i just think when you've got someone like danny cipriani pulling the strings at gloucester 
and um you know you've got that much pace it's just easy if you got danny cipriani throwing you passes on the outside and for you to gas everyone <laughs> yeah um I maybe just maybe in an england setup cut. you know i much prefer johnny may honestly because johnny may's might not yeah I mean, he probably is as quick i'm not sure but yeah but johnny may's so much older right if we're talking youngsters for me, the, the, the easy option is Gabriel Ibertoy. Yes, another Quinn. Who's been Quins, actually Quins tearing have got, it up. Quinn's have got some uh, yeah, Quins young, young young guns coming through. Fair. Um, yeah, Ibertoy's actually been tearing up if you look at the Premiership um, rugby stats. Score, uh, scored a fair few tries, hasn't he? He's absolutely torn it up. Yeah. Let me, let me get let me get it up. He's 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 definitely um a dangerous runner so, in attack. Got a got a nice jinking step on him. So Reese Samet's top try score was seven. I mean this considering this is this season, which obviously yeah. doesn't really show that much. But Gabriel Ibertoy scored five. Okay, right? I, I think I think the difference between the two players is that um Ibertoy is the Quinter kind of player average. that can <laughs> um, Ibertoy is <laughs> The kind of player that can create something from nothing. He can almost jink yeah, his way I agree, I agree. through a defense just because he catches the ball off a off a kick or something and run it back. Whereas Reese Zamet is just out and out gas and maybe doesn't have as much of a step. I mean, we've only yeah. seen him for a season or so. So he can. He's a better finisher than Ibatoy, but Ibatoy, as you say, I think he can create something well, from nothing. If 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 we go if we go back to the under twenties World Cup a couple of years ago when Ibatoy was playing. Uh, and you saw his finish against Australia in the corner, you would say that Ibatoya can finish a try off by himself as well. Yeah, I agree. Was... He, he's only got he's got forty eight defenders beaten in the season versus I, I don't even know. I don't think Reece Samet's even on the thing on this on this chart. But he's only yeah, has fair, two, he only has two left than to Kaylee Naya Avoro. Yeah, two less, which oh, is really? pretty impressive. Yeah, was he not? Is he second? Wait, who, who's he's th- third? So it's Charles Pietal's oh, first, yeah, yeah, Nathan, yeah. Nathan Hughes is second, and then Naira Avora's third, and then it's Gabriel Ibatoy. Okay. Oh, and, then you, and then Rohan Jan van Rensburg is an outstanding Oh, he's a beast. beast. <laughs> South African beast. Um, I, I, I think we'll skip over Jamie Doby because he's only 18 from Scotland, and Scotland, as we know, are crap. So uh, <laughs> not really worth talking about. Uh, I did see a, 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 a Scottish rugby blog online post the other day uh, that said that the Lions team should be filled with Scottish people. Um, <laughs> Ridiculously biased and it was, one. It said that the World, the World Cup was an anomaly for Scottish rugby. And I, and I just thought to myself, how many Six Nations titles have Scotland won? Zero no. was that? Scotland have good players. They just <laughs> no. They move, just move, moving on. on. We don't want to talk about some irrelevant tier two nation. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, Luke, yeah, that's Luke, not. Luke, Luke Jacobson, New Zealand under twenties World Cup captain uh, a couple of years back. He uh, he's looking like some sort of Sam Kane esque player. I mean, Sam Kane's now the new New Zealand captain, um, which we found out a few days ago. What what are our thoughts on that? Solid, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. solid captain, I reckon. You, you you think he's uh, he's he's good enough now to stay in that back row, even with all the young young New Zealand talent like Luke Jacobson coming through. I think he is. Yeah, I think yeah, he is. yeah. He's also been in the All Blacks for ages, hasn't he? Well, so, yeah, I yeah. think he's he's been in McCaw's shadow maybe a bit. Um, yeah, he's but good, in recent right, years, he's mm. definitely earned his place. And Jordan, yeah, he's a sick player. Jordan definitely should. Jordan Pattaya. 20 years old from Australia. I'm pretty sure he's already got a got a few few caps. Yeah, he was playing the World yeah, Cup. He's, he's a beast. 
Also quite gassed up though. Do you reckon? Yeah, mate, he's, he's yeah, massive, yeah. mate. He's he's rapid. He's quite quick. Yeah, he's he's big and yeah, gassed. I think he'll be good. He'll be re- he he is obviously really really good player. Uh, how many Australian but... caps has he got? He's got one Australian cap and he scored a try. Does so he? That's yeah. that Before is he not Northland. bad. Patai was okay. This is Wikipedia. Um, in early August 2018, he was called up to the Australia squad by Checker, uh, but he didn't make the team. Uh, and his international debut was in a pool match against Uruguay in the 2019 World Cup, with scoring a yeah, try with yeah. his second touch. So I mean, he he set up another try before being against Uruguay. I mean, yeah, mate, you got to take it with a pinch of salt. Is that the really? only game he's played? Ed, Ed, even you could score against Uruguay, mate. I don't know. They mate, did beat Uruguay. Fiji. Uruguay. Yeah, you didn't score Fiji. for the entire first team season. <laughs> you could, even you could score against Uruguay. Yeah, cheers, mate. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Maki, how many tries do you score, mate? I think I scored two, so infinitely more than Ed. <laughs> Ed was a winger and I was a hooker. Uh, yeah, so... but um, remember, <laughs> our, our friend who was in the Saracens Academy, George Anke, a friend of the show, I'm sure, um, he he uh, never used to pass the ball. So... Yeah. yeah, sure. Keep, keep crying about it, Ed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Ed, should we, mo- should we move on to who we think should be in this list? Yes, go for it, Maxin. Seeing as you're so keen to move off? on, you you go you go ahead. I would like to suggest our, our dear friend, um, Bo. and <laughs> Bo, and 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 local boy Ben Benjamin Earl. Ah, uh, yes, of course, who, Tunbridge School captain. Um, Tunbridge Tunbridge School, yeah, of course. Saracens um, Academy recently in the last couple of seasons pushed his way yeah. into the into the Saracens uh, starting lineup at seven. Scored a stupid amount of tries, a joint top try yeah. scorer of the Premiership this season. Insane, yeah, um, mate. And he's a back row as well. Yeah, he's back row. He he scored some absolutely naughty tries. I mean, yeah, it, I, the one that stands out for me was that intercept try. I think it was against Northampton. Or yeah, that was and, also and, and his he, try against um Leicester. He comes off the back of the he, line out, and Cobus Ryan, of course, or whoever the scrum half is, flings the ball out, and. Uh, Suddenly, Benel's there, just plucking yeah. it out of the sky. Uh, the thing, running, the thing is, he's an absolute beast, right? He's 102 kgs, but he's also rapid. I, th- I think Eddie Jones said that they that he's po- he's a possibility for for playing wing. I know what Eddie Jones says about like Wait, what changing ben positions. Ben is rapid. It wouldn't be any stranger than Jack Noel playing flanker. I'll tell you that. Oh, it would be way less strange because Benel is genuinely ridiculously I mean, we know he can oh, we know fair. he's got half decent hands but has it like we got to think about the high ball you know england have had struggles under the high ball yeah. we know how uh elliot daly isn't necessarily accustomed to fullback maybe yet i mean he's good in yeah. in, in in ball in hand but that's if he can catch the ball and retain the, the thing it. is with Ben Earls, he he all the way through schoolboy i think and for for club for seven oaks he he played at 12 Yeah, he played at 12. So so basically, there's a funny story around this. So I was actually playing for Tunbridge Juddians. (laughs) um, And for those of you who don't know, um, our rival club is obviously Seven Oaks. So it's kind of Tunbridge Juddians v Seven Oaks rivalry. Yeah, it's a really Um, relevant rivalry. It definitely is. It's it's up there with England-Wales, let's just say that. (laughs) <laughs> um, 
And I was lucky enough to be playing, and Ben Earl, unfortunately for me, was playing on the um, on the other team uh, for Seven Oaks. And let's just say I've I've never been I've never felt so much force in my entire life. He absolutely destroyed me at twelve. He was he was I think he was running Jeez. like a switch or something. Well, do um, you, you know? I think I think um, I just think that maybe keep him at flank for the time being. Justin, I, yeah, I, think, I think, solid, I think if solid, you though. keep him at flank, then, you know, if Tom Curry's going to keep playing eight, then we have Underhill at six and Earl at, Earl at seven. And Law's maybe coming off, Law, Law's coming off the bench. But, you know, I think Ben R could be a candidate for captain possibly in the future because he, he has, really? he yeah, has been captaining, has he been captaining Saris on occasions, I think? I think he did. He captained the Premiership, um, Premiership Rugby Cup, which is kind of like the yeah. Like so, he has team. got some experience in captaining at a higher level yeah, than yeah. schoolboy. Um, but yeah, I, th- I just think um, being a local boy as well is something quite um, quite important, yeah, quite, quite, quite exciting, quite quite important to the. To He's the only boys a few years southeast. younger than Maratoje though, so Maratoje is obviously going to be the English yeah. captain. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Well, uh, I nah, think Itoje is constantly offside, though, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, does anyone else have any um, players they think should be in the list? Maliki, I, be- I believe you have one. Uh, so, my player's a bit a bit less mainstream. Ted Hill for Worcester Warriors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> explain. Uh, yeah, 21 plays flanker, um, but I think he can play um, lock as well. But yeah, six foot four, hundred and twelve kg, so he's pretty pretty, he's pretty big beefy. lad. Yeah, pretty big lad. And um yeah, I think I've got it here that he was capped for England at nineteen, um, in his first premier first season in the Prem, um mm. against Japan in t- November twenty eighteen. Um seventy fifth minute substitute, I mean yeah. Mate, it's a it's a cap. It's a cap. It's, it is a cap. He's still um, yeah, but apparently, apparently got called up after two and a half hours of Premiership rugby. That's pretty impressive. Um, mm. But I think he and yeah, obviously he was included in the Six Nations squad this year, but didn't play. Um, Do you think he could actually become a regular for England, given that he plays for Worcester Warriors? Which no offense, yeah, to that's li- yeah, fans. that's that's literally the only thing. It's like Worcester a bit average. Like I was literally looking at their results this year and um, yeah. They, what's this called? They either win, like just, or they just lose, or they get yeah. absolutely smashed. Yeah, I think the only regular England player they've actually had over the last couple of years is what, Ben Teo? Yeah, yeah, Ben Teo. They used to have Josh Adams for, um, what's this called, Wales, but obviously he had to move back to Cardiff. Yeah, uh, and then he started getting good when he moved back to Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not ideal. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, d- I just think I just think he, if just, he wants to actually progress. He needs to move away from Worcester. I know that might be slightly yeah, controversial. It's hard for him though because he's a like Worcester. He's like Worcester born and bred player, so it's probably not going to yeah. happen. But um, yeah, pretty much he just the, absolutely smashes people, and he's pretty yeah, solid he's ball carrier. So I, I rate him pretty highly. Yeah. Do you um, think he could? Do you think he can be classed as top ten in the world though for young players? Given that he's un, he unrealistically unre- he's probably not going to break into the england side and be a regular in his career uh, yeah i, I don't know think... mate you got, it's hard to say like because like, he's got he's, tom curry right unless there's he's injuries a sec- he's a second string um sam underhill yeah, yeah potentially maybe but... <laughs> sam underhill because yeah, sam underhill well, think about it sam underhill yeah to be fair the back row people. yeah 
Yeah, to be fair, the England back row is quite young, isn't it? With Underhill and Curry. Yeah, where's yeah, where's Tom insane. Curry on this list? How old? To oh yeah. How old is Tom Wait, how, Curry? How old is Tom We've Curry? We've completely forgotten about him. I don't think Tom Curry really... Tom Curry's only 21. Tom Curry got nominated for World Player of the Year. C can we please talk about this? Can we please talk about the absolute farce that was Rugby World Player of the Year? Yeah, um, Peter Steph to Toy. I mean, who is voting for him? I mean, look at his highlight videos. He's made a couple of breaks, yes. He is average. He's average at best. And the only reason Amazing. he gets into the South African mm. team is because he's absolutely huge. But you look at someone like Dwayne Vermeulen, who's just as big as Peter Steph Toy, and Dwayne Vermeulen does so much more with the ball and can offload and is just a generally better player. I don't understand mm. how people are this deluded than they think Peter Steph Toy just because he was in the World Cup winning squad. He even even Sia Khaleesi over Peter Steph Oh, hundred percent. I mean, different sides of the scrum, but at the same time, like. <laughs> no, not as a player, but I mean, for World Player of the Year. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I honestly thought. Uh, as Who were the nominations? Who were the other uh, nominations? Cheslin, Cheslin Colby was absolutely electric the whole way through. Cheslin Colby's not English, is he, Ed? No, I was just thinking about World Player of the Year. <laughs> yeah, nominations. mate. Colby probably should have won. <laughs> he, said, I he said, as he said, as an England player. No, I think as, 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 <laughs> as, as even even as an England fan. Even though I'm an England fan. <laughs> Uh, Cheslin Colby is absolutely electric and despite the fact that he did destroy Owen Farrell in that final uh, not yeah. a world player of the year though he's not a world player is of the year is he not Cheslin Colby because he, he plays in France why Why does that have anything he's to do he's pretty with sick though in the World Cup no they I just, I just don't think they're really me I think it has to go a bit off the World Cup like quite a big part like from um, this like, year what did P I mean Peter Steph to Toy what did he even do in the World Cup I mean, Mate. did he? He yeah, scored one solid, try against but... New Zealand. Solly, a running. Let's see, let, put it this way: if you if you had a team of completely bang average players, who's going to make a bigger impact? <laughs> Cheslin Colby or Peter Stephens? Or Owen Farrell? Cheslin Colby. Cheslin Colby. You yeah. watch his highlights for too long. You literally. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Colby. Like... We're not. We're not. We're not saying Owen Farrell's a bad player, Max. We're just saying he definitely wasn't world player <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Which England player was it then? <laughs> Tom Tom Because it has to have been one of them. <laughs> Tom Gary. He was nominated. I don't really know why. Yeah. It shouldn't have been an England player. But has Tom Curry it had, it had to be a South African player. Faf de Klerk, incredibly good player. He wasn't even nominated. I'm looking at the nominees here. It was Tom Curry, Ardy Severe, Cheslin Colby, Joe Tau. Oh, uh, he's the American who... hooker that got a yeah. shite ton of tries. Yeah, you got the Worcester Warriors. Stupidest, yeah, stupidest nomination. Ah, Worcester, and um, Alan Wynn Bay now. Alan Wynn Jones, <laughs> Wales, mate. Wales need to sit down, son. Yes, yeah, you won. I, you won one Six Nations. You literally, oh, you overrate yourself so much. You have very good players, yeah, but Al Ed, we don't. Ed, we don't need any enemies, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, no one's. I hate Wales. No one's, gonna, no one's gonna listen to this anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Alan Wynn Jones, though, mate, get, he he's a leader. I'll give you that, but he's not anything more than that. He's he's not an amazing player. Mm. Yeah. Ed, did you have any players Go, going back to our our top ten young players? Do you have any other players you think we should include? Um, not really. No, I I think all the Quins ones were kind of said. So <laughs> all the yeah, your guys, Mark Smith, Sarah's ones. Yeah, Saracens. 
Poor no, I'd argue that um, poor I'd argue that Manny Vidapola should be in there, but there's already about four million tens in that top. <laughs> where million, do, what? Where do you reckon? Do, how? Where do you reckon Manny Vidapola would rank out of the tens there in the top ten? Ten list there. <laughs> tens in the top ten. What? Yeah, the Let, tens wait, in the top let's, ten. Let's let's talk English tens, right? Uh, I'm right. I'm writing Ford. this down now. So, so number one is Owen Farrell. Yeah. If we're classing as a ten. Yeah, he definitely. definitely is. He plays. He plays for ten. He is a ten. He is a ten. Yeah, he's sure, a twelve. Sure. He's an out number and out two, ten. He's not a twelve. Number two, are we, are we agreeing on George Ford? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Number three is Danny Cipriani. Not Slady. Slady's not a ten. <laughs> he's a he's, he's a utility back. He's he's a he's a thirty. <laughs> he's a, he's a twelve or a thirteen. That's his. He's a he's a centre. Okay, so Sips is three, and then who's four? Marcus Smith. Marcus Smith, probably. Yeah, he's fourth string. I feel like we're missing. I feel like we're missing someone obvious. Marcus Smith gets points. Are we? I don't know. Uh, but that. But then we've basically just gone on to Manu Vudapola plus the other people from from the list. Yeah. So Marcus Smith is four, and then what? You know who could arguably be in there? Gone. Harry Mallon. Harry Mallander. Ooh, he he was bloody good for the under twenties. Me, I think he's more. It's not like not really. Massive now. Oh, you know who is overrated. You know who is overrated. Jacob Umaga. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you didn't even think about him. Uh, Yeah, he 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 literally just for the name, mate. Is yeah, I agree with you, Mal. He's he's a name. That's literally it. Wasps are shit. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Wasps aren't shit. It's just Umaga. Umaga might not be might not be one of the best best fly halves in England. Yeah, I agree. All right. And on that rather controversial note, that Jacob Umaga is in fact crap. Uh, we shall wrap it up. Uh, do make sure you follow all the social media in the links above and ask us questions. Send us messages. Ask us questions. Uh, for what you want us to talk about. After all, we do this for you and not for us. Well, partly for us. Uh, but on that note, thank you very much from me, Maliki, and Maxin for listening to this first episode of Much Ado About Rugby. And we'll see you next time. Rugby.